It is uh, definitely a topic that just doesn't seem to be going away over the last 48 hours, and that is the uh, removal of residents from the Vancouver's downtown east side. Um, it was definitely hot. It was a flashpoint yesterday. Seemed, for the most part, like cooler heads prevailed. But one city councilor decided he was going to put on his shoes and go right down into the uh, removal of said tents and said homes. Pete Fry, Vancouver City Councilor, kind enough to join me this afternoon. Pete, good afternoon. Hi, Rob. Let's talk about this. I mean, obviously, tensions were high, and then all of a sudden, a Vancouver City Councilor decides to show his head down there. What were some of the things that uh, you felt and heard? Well, I mean, I, sh- I should qualify it by, by it's, it's my neighborhood. I live just a few blocks away. And, um, you know, I, I, I felt that it was incumbent upon me to go down and observe firsthand how the operation was going. Uh, how folks were feeling and reacting to it, uh, how our our staff and VPD were conducting themselves and, and how activists were conducting themselves. And, um, you know, just really to make myself available. I, 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 to be honest, I'd gone down strictly to observe. And then when I was, uh, I was sort of called out by somebody with a bullhorn and was quickly sort of surrounded. And, and, and you know, it was, a, it was a little tense for a moment there as it was a lot of folks talking at me uh, from various different directions and cameras in my face. And I probably should have better anticipated that that would be the outcome. That certainly wasn't the intention. Uh, I wanted to first and foremost observe. Uh, but after that kind of initial um, flurry of activity kind of calmed down, I, I was able to have some really important conversations with folks in the community uh, about what they were feeling and, and, and take a good, solid uh, observation of how things were going. And I was, by and large, you know, I, 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 I want to commend everybody. I think that, you know, a lot of the activists were doing a lot to de-escalate the situation rather than inflame it. And that was notable. Um, and, and I think as a result, we saw a, a lot uh, uh, less... Um, confrontation than, than could have been. Well, let me ask you a question with regards to communication, because obviously we hear about this leaked memo, which isn't necessarily at the top of the things that I want to talk about. But once the VPD show up and they show up in mass numbers and all of a sudden these people in these homes, these tents are looking upward and seeing a whole lot of members on the streets did they know this was coming? Like a lot of people say, like Adam Palmer said the other day, that this has been months of planning and this was just activation day, whereas others say they were caught completely by surprise. Where where was the communication in your estimation? Yeah, and I've, I've definitely heard, and that's part of why I was attending. I talked to various different service providers as well who said that they weren't that they were caught a little flat-footed and, and would have appreciated a little bit more of a heads-up so we know that you know groups that deal with violence uh, against women, for instance, uh, weren't able to sort of activate emergency response for women who were, you know, sheltering together in a very unsafe condition. And then, you know, the concern, of course, is as we disperse the encampment and those, say, uh, you know, cluster of women who are sheltering together for safety are then, you know, cast into different parts of, you know, the downtown, uh, they no longer have that sort of aggregate safety. So things like that, recognizing that there was, similarly with uh, supervised consumption services, overdose prevention, that kind of thing. Uh, they were behind the cordon and there was some alternate arrangements made and there was the opportunity to get a police escort through the cordon to, but the practicality of that wasn't really thought out because I think most people who are going for safe consumption probably don't want to engage the police for an escort to do so. Yeah. So, so there's pieces there that, that certainly um, I think weren't well uh, planned out. Um, but it's a pretty complicated operation, and I would say on the whole, it was well well done by uh, our staff as far as you know trying to navigate 
an extremely complicated and oftentimes quite unsafe situation. And I think... Okay, Councillor, you know, police- not to cut you off, I appreciate your no, assessment no, on that. Yeah. The, the one thing I do want to squeeze this in, and I'm unfortunately born by the clock here, I want to talk about SROs because we talk about where are we going to put these people. I mean, obviously, they've got the shelters in the immediate future. Um, everybody's going to dissipate. But we hear a lot of people say that they'd rather stay outside um, then go to these SROs. Now, some would say it's because there's rules within SROs, whereas others would say it's because they are of such poor quality that they actually feel better, safer, and cleaner on the street. What do you say to that? Yeah, and I, I, I don't discount that. I've been in a number of SROs that are, frankly, quite appalling. Uh, and I would say probably the same applies to many of the shelter offerings that, we've, that indeed we were asking folks to, to go to when we were asking them to decamp. So we know that the shelter and SRO system is broken. I first ran in 2014 on the, on the notion of providing, uh, you know, sort of temporary rapid shelter solutions like these little tiny homes. And we have seen it now across North America, and they are an effective intervention. We've yet to see it happen here. Uh, we find, I finally got it through in 2020 as a, as a council motion, but we still haven't actually delivered on a pilot. I think that we do have to look at realistic solutions because the reality is, is that this SRO stock is aging out. They're way past their best before date. Most of them are over 100 years old, and they're plaster lath, balloon frame, unreinforced masonry. Um, and, of course, the, the, the impetus for a lot of this decampment uh, the last couple of days is because a lot of fires are starting that are catching these buildings. We've lost one just last week, um, and, and they're not safe, right? So we do know that we need to come up with better solutions, and this is where we really need you know, that, that work with the province and, and even the feds to really help deliver on that because the city cannot deliver on that, that level of housing replacement. I hear you. Councillor Fry, thank you for your time this afternoon. Great insight. All right. My pleasure. Bye-bye. There he is, uh, Pete Fry of the Vancouver City Council.